0: Captain, let's
1: move
0: ABC Thursdays
1: firefighters were family
0: station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet the subject has explosive chemicals Get with fiery romances You're the love of my life. and Andy is finally in charge
1: I'm gonna be the best damn captain the station has ever seen
0: station 19 all new Thursday's 10 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu
2: this episode is brought to you by Bumble.
3: Hey everybody! Happy Christmas Eve! It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is away celebrating his Christmas. Uh, we are here though, Colleen, Holly, Ryan. Ho, ho, ho! That's what we call ourselves! That's <laughs> right. Uh, and we will be here with you until 3 o'clock today as you run your final errands, as you preheat your Christmas oven. That sounded dirty. Mm. You might
2: want to get in the uh, WD-40 in that one, too. Yeah, no kidding. Be a little rusty might down be there. Rusty. Um,
3: um, can I, by the way, speaking of things that sounded dirty, uh, yeah. last night I happened to be watching football. Also, words you'll never hear me say. Who are you? I don't know. <laughs> are
2: you sure that you're Colleen Lindstrom? I know that you have a new hairdo today. Yes.
3: Did you swap her out? No, it's me. I'm here. It's me. My husband was watching football, and I sat down, and I, he, I said, can you turn it up? And he goes, why are you asking me to turn up football? You never do that. I said because I'm gonna just I'm gonna tweet all the dirty things that they say because that's what they do what, in football games. They just say, and also did you know that there's a football announcer named Booger McFarland? Yeah, Booger. What? I'm serious, Holly. You think I'm kidding? It's true. Is he from Revenge of the Nerds? No, isn't that one of the guys' names? Bo- Booger. Bo- yeah, he's the one that with the loud belch. The belch is like Bradley. I'm just saying. No, Booger McFarland. Wait, that's why though? I know. I don't know. Oh. I didn't look it up. Anyway, uh, any who's in <laughs> housing, that's not what we're talking about yeah, today. I mean, between Booger McFarland, look, I'm just
2: going to lay it out here for everyone to know. We're going to, in the transparency, mm-hmm. full transparency, people. Yeah. Today is December 24th. Yes. That's Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Tabloids, they're on vacation. Uh-huh. When your <laughs> celebrities,
3: they're not doing anything crazy. No,
2: they're not. I'm letting you know what a barren wasteland it is out there it in is. the world of celebrity gossip. It is so desperate that the Daily Mail published a full story about Phil Donahue falling asleep in a beach chair on his holiday vacation. Yeah,
3: that's where we find ourselves today. <laughs> we find ourselves looking at Phil Donahue without a shirt on. It. Mm-hmm. Just and, letting you know. And his wife, Marlo. Marlo Thomas. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh they're so. they're at the beach y'all. Yeah, so that's what we're dealing with today. But one thing I did want to draw your attention to is something Kardashian related. Yay. Um I I think I've I think I can prove to you that uh Kylie Jenner is Chris Jenner's favorite child. And we all kind of assume that because she makes her the most money. But Chris Jenner gifted Kylie's daughter Stormy the thing that I always wanted. A she shed. A she shed? She gave her, like, a massive playhouse, backyard playhouse. It has a kitchen, a dining room, uh, a whole loft. What? Uh, It has a balcony up top. It is so stinking cute. Look at this thing. Oh, it's adorable. It's so cute, and I think I'm
2: a little jealous. I'm totally jealous. Why can't we have Chris Jenner for our moms? I mean, I love our moms. Yes. Diane and Diana. Great. Yes. We love you. You're the best. I never got a she shed. I just got a little Tykes plastic thing that was hanging out in the basement mm-hmm. that had a fold down table.
3: And I had, we were grateful. Holly, you had like a plastic one. I had a cardboard playhouse. <laughs> cardboard. in <laughs> my <Mickey, Mickey>. I'm <laughs> not even kidding. I oh. got it for Christmas, actually. Uh, probably about, hmm. Thirty-eight years ago tomorrow, uh, but it was like a cardboard playhouse, and it didn't even stay up all the time. They would put it up every once in a while for me to play in my cardboard playhouse.
2: But look at this thing! By the way, this playhouse is posted on mytalk1071.com. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't had a chance to look at Stormy's playhouse that Grandma Kris Jenner bought her for the holidays, it has a full kitchen. There's an air condition,
3: an actual air conditioning. There's an air unit conditioning
2: unit, in, unit there inside.
3: There, the this the is I think what I'm jealous about is like when you are Stormy. Webster, and you realize that Kylie Jenner is your mom, and you need to run away to a safe place that's quiet and maybe away from your mom, she has one now. Yeah. And she's not even, like, is she one? She's like one and a half. She is. She had her first birthday, remember? Cause she had the big carnival-themed birthday birthday oh that's right So she's got to be like one and a half she's adorable she is super adorable and now she's luckier than both of us
2: here's the thing colleen that i'm even getting more upset about and by upset i mean insanely jealous about stormy's house
3: at least we're being real
2: you know that this was a tax write-off for chris Jenner too because she probably was in cahoots with the
3: brand so she got it at cost or is sharing it on social media as a little bit of spawn con yeah I 100% also I'm sorry I'm looking at the floors in there that is real wood those are real wood floors like that those are nicer floors than I have in my own home but you're exactly right Colleen that
2: <sighs> Kylie Jenner is Chris Jenner's favorite daughter, hundred percent, because she makes all the money. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and this is the way that you get to thank your favorite child by thanking your favorite grandchild, right? By giving her a playhouse with a full air conditioning unit, beautiful pink shag rug carpets, <sighs>
3: an upper deck. I mean, it has a deck. Are you looking at this thing, Ryan? It's beautiful. I bet that you could move into that. It's beautiful. I bet you and your lady friend could live there. I can see
4: me waving on that balcony to her right now. With a little handkerchief in my hands. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's like,
3: it's a gorgeous house and it's just for a one-year-old. I
4: want to know the lasting power on this. I mean, how long is, they got to maintain the upkeep here. They're going to have to call a plumber and uh, carpenters, electricians to make sure it stays in the family forever. Right.
3: It has a working doorbell. (laughs) It has a brass door knocker on the front door. It has three entrances. Are you kidding me? Now, I want to say, doesn't is it Paris Hilton that has that super Gucci doghouse? Yeah, it's Paris Hilton that has a yep. doghouse. This is like Paris Hilton's doghouse. Well, you know, it's probably made by the same. It probably company. is, and they probably like, you know, what's that called? Like trotted out to all the celebrity people. Like, hey, we'll. Throw up a little kid's playhouse for you if you do some posts on your Instagram. Well, this thing's on the front page of People dot com. I want one of these just for me. Me too. What do I got to do to get Stormy's playhouse for myself? We gotta have Chris Jenner be I, our mother. And I don't make enough money. I don't and make enough money for don't. her. To like me, I don't. <laughs> well, she this, would never be fine with that. I feel. Very So I feel very happy for Stormy
2: Webster uh-huh. because Kris Jenner, her grandma, can do the things that we would o- only dream about doing for children. And this reminds me of the story yesterday about 50 Cent taking his son to a Toys R Us yes. and having a private shopping st- spree for $100,000 worth of toys. Right. But then at the same time, on one hand, wouldn't it be so wonderful that you could be so generous to a child in your life that you could literally make their dreams come true? Yes. On the other hand, where are these kids going to go? I mean, this where is do a good they, point. Where do they have to go?
3: I try to tell my children <laughs> this, and this is a hard lesson to teach the kids. Yeah. When they're like, oh, but so-and-so gets to have X, Y, or Z. And I'm like, well, you're not going to have X, Y, and Z. Because if you get X, Y, and Z, you're going to think you get all the other letters too. And that's not the kind of person I'm trying to raise right now. <laughs> But they don't get that. Like when they're in that moment, they don't understand that you're actually doing them a favor by not giving them the stormy Webster playhouse. Yeah. Right. Right. But you're right. Like what the person I, you know, I think about that a lot with the Kardashian children, like who are they all going to turn out to be? Because these children want for absolutely nothing. Right. So how are their parents going to raise them to have any kind of, connection with the actual real world that is full of people who don't have their own playhouse in the backyard. Totally.
2: Well, not only that, too, but think about the way that these kids are being completely raised in the realm of social Mm -hmm. media and the way that they're being exposed. To social media, to the way that this is all set up. Oh, okay, the cameras are going to follow you, little Stormy, because we're going to have this moment, and we're going to share it. It's going to go viral. We're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Boobs in the Midwest are going to be talking about it. Yep. Look, plan complete. Mission accomplished. We're the boobs. Uh-huh
3: as usual. Spoiler alert.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But it just, it brings up those questions of like, okay, so you're this kid who wants for nothing and you're living your life basically in service of social media Mm -hmm. because your parents are doing that for you. You don't really have a choice in any of that. That's a larger question that I think about with these Kardashian kids all the time. Well, Not to
3: mention, I think we did talk about this briefly like last week. Um, Not to mention the fact that they have grown up in this reality show environment where, There things happen, and then cameras show up, and they recreate things that have already happened, yeah, or manufacture entirely new things that have happened. And in a child's mind, I start to wonder what, how are they making sense of what is real and what is not real? But to them, that is real, right? And that becomes reality. And then think about how scary that is. And then Chris Jenner, we all know
2: that she controls. Space and time. Yes. She creates her own reality. She creates her own idea yes. of what it means to exist on this timeline because she manipulates it. She does. She is a master manipulator. If you read People Magazine, if you watch The Kardashians, if you listen to my talk, you understand that things are laid out in a particular way. Whenever
3: and s- there is drama, and the show isn't happening you realize that the drama is happening in service of the show which will not air for another four to six months ryan you might as well get your tinfoil hat i think it's back here Here we go here we go (laughs) now he's donned it it's on now do you it not is. but do you not believe this, at least, Ryan, that we understand now he's got it on, so, so now you can talk secure? to us. Yeah. Secured. Um the the things that happen on keeping up with the Kardashians are fully manufactured when they are off and and they're filming, so we can't see the show. Mm-hmm. But they're manufacturing this drama and we're reading about it, and this is the way that they maintain and Continue to keep our interest until the show is on. It sounds exhausting. It doesn't it? Well, it's a job, <laughs> because right? you have yeah. to manipulate the storyline in in real time, but also in when it's on, like in broadcast time. Mm-hmm. And those timelines exist months apart. So imagine oh. that. I just it's I somebody gave Chris
2: somebody Jenner, go take a nap. Yeah. Take a nap. <laughs> Here's
3: the
1: thing. Take I, I
2: figured it out. Somebody. Back in 1985, mm-hmm. gave Chris Jenner the Sports Almanac. Uh huh. <laughs> and now we are living in that alternate reality. Okay, this is just a, think, this think is about a it. Very interesting, Chris Jenner. Theory actually received the sports almanac from back to the future too
3: oh Oh, i see what you mean
2: that now she's able to manipulate space and time and now we are living in this alternate reality i say that back to the future is real thank you (laughs) thank you
3: she rests her case when we come back on the colleen and bradley show ryan is going to take his tinfoil hat off and deliver all the dirt straight from hollywood with a dirt alert on my talk 1071
1: this is a my talk dirt alert
3: Ryan is here, uh, dressed as Santa, and in <laughs> your sack you have a lot of Hollywood dirt.
4: You guys. What? Kevin Spacey's back.
1: I saw this! Oh what? my gosh! Ryan, Where? Tell us Where? Why? This
4: is uh oh. This is something. Uh recall oh. if you uh, maybe the my talkers may recall and you too as well, the uh weird, bizarre Kevin Spacey video. Uh, this which came yes! out right as the uh, allegations in his court case was uh, hitting a fever pitch, and he released this video in his Frank Underwood character of him in a kitchen uh, at a holiday party in a nice Christmas sweater, and he was making cookies or something in a kitchen, and yes, he was in so a character. Bizarre. He was talking about uh, the the case while in his Frank Underwood a character. Well, uh, tis the season; he has come out with another video in his Frank Underwood character presumably addressing the same uh, allegations. It's titled KTWK which I believe stands for "kill them with kindness," as he addresses in the video. Now I ask you two: Would you like to hear the video right now?
3: Yes, it's, we have to. It's we about must. a minute uh, long, and uh, we'll uh, take it.
4: I'll set the scene: He uh, is sitting at, by a fire, stoking a fire, if you will, uh-huh. by a chimney with stockings hung with care, and this is what Kevin Spacey uh, says.
1: You didn't really think I was gonna miss the opportunity to wish you a Merry Christmas, did you? It's been a pretty good year and I'm grateful to have my health back. And in light of that, I've made some changes in my life and I'd like to invite you to join me. I wanna cast my vote for more good in this world. Ah, yes, I know what you're thinking. Can he be serious? I'm dead serious. And it's not that hard, trust me. The next time someone does something you don't like, you can go on the attack, but you can also hold your fire and do the unexpected. You can kill them with kindness. discuss
3: what did i just listen to oh kevin spacey uh, that is like i what
2: yeah that was even more perplexing almost just as much as when i saw cats over the weekend
3: right i was gonna say holly you're used to this feeling i'm, Any used, thoughts? To, I'm used to this feeling uh i, I mean for want to can we talk about how sad it is yeah. that this man is still trotting out the character that he never got to complete the mission of yeah because of his own actual disgusting actions
2: oh i'm i'm sorry i'm processing ryan i'm processing colleen i have a lot of thoughts that are going through my head at the same time many that contain words that i can't say on the radio right basically i want to paraphrase a classic character from the television canon that would be stephanie tanner
3: oh do it rude how rude <laughs> just
2: all of it nobody wants that nobody wants the subtext of anything that you have to say kevin spacey no i mean you're doing this because you know that you're going to be getting attention we're giving you a lot of attention now it's christmas eve no one's expecting to hear anything from you it ended the same way that that last video did with the the uh, oh, yeah that kind of yes. music
3: yeah. i oh. what is it? it's so ominous it's, it so ominous. it's so <laughs> ominous. It's, you know, I
2: didn't that. I
3: didn't like Kevin that. Spacey, I didn't like it. A person who
2: has very serious allegations against him.
3: And that's what I you think know, makes me the most angry. Yes. Is uh, this is that bravado, like Bill Cosby style. Harvey bravado. Weinstein Harvey bravado. Weinstein bravado. You don't get to take headlines in this way and act like we are, there's something wrong with us yeah. for seeing what you did is wrong. Well, they're trying to gaslight us
0: with yes. all of these things. I'm Kevin Spacey yeah.
2: is trying to gaslight us and to shame us for even having the audacity to say critical things about him when there are multiple allegations of sexual assault out there against you, Kevin Spacey. Yes. It's just, in like the same thing that Harvey Weinstein did last week when he did that interview with Page Six, where basically Basically, he was, he was a martyr, and uh, look
3: at all the good things that I did for women out there in Hollywood. <sighs> Sorry, Ryan, you just dropped that bomb, and we just went to town on it.
4: No, I'm so happy you did. I was uh, excited to share it's, it with you, too. Because that's
3: crazy. Okay, Ugh. thank you for sharing it.
4: In other uh, dirt news, uh, Justin Bieber...
3: I know of him. You I've heard
4: of him. Remember uh, he was uh, teasing us? He was being a...
3: Yeah, did he give us any music? He
4: was being a dirty little tease Yes Yeah, yesterday. he was. Well, yes. We have a uh, full-fledged <laughs> announcement from Justin Bieber. Oh, what is it? Uh, well, it sounds like he will release a new single. It's called Yummy.
3: Mm-hmm. And that, oh. that'll
4: be on January 3rd.
3: Okay.
4: He will embark on a lengthy North American tour in support of an as-yet-untitled album in May. And it's unclear when this record will come out. Uh, And he also announced that he will star in a docu-series that is set to premiere December 31st. This is his big announcement that uh, just dropped moments ago. Uh, So on his tour, I think it's only right that we mention he will be coming to Minneapolis uh, June 21st at the uh, Target Center of 2020. So okay. a lot of Bieber news got That is a today.
3: lot uh, to digest. I was hoping for actual music.
4: It does not. He dropped a video, and I believe it contains some clips of okay. uh, the song Yummy. Uh, that so says this article from Rolling Stone, but I have got a That's the worst to... name for
3: a song. I don't like the name. Yummy. Hashtag I, Bieber 2020. Uh, yeah, I try not to judge a book by its cover mm-hmm. or a Bieber by the name of a single, but Yummy is, I no.
4: What, what, if, I don't like what if you make a nice dinner for your kids and they say, hey, mom,
3: this is yummy. I don't want Justin Bieber to sing about it. Yeah. <laughs> you no. know, it's fine no. if they make up a little song about no, it. A, but- new, a new docu-series. Yes, We're <sighs> also getting that. I,
2: I, here's the thing with Justin Bieber and his alleged docu-series that is a documentary series Thank yeah you. that's you know the two words <laughs> yes. combined yes. we're never gonna get an actual truth mm-hmm. out of Justin Bieber Mm-mm. it is just going to be in service of what he wants us to think he is yeah you know which I understand which is an issue that I have with any documentary that's executive produced or created by somebody when it's about them yeah it's like well we're not getting that kind of Actual documentarian yeah. look because you're in control of it and you're going to put out what yeah, you want. You're just making yourself look good, yeah. Beyonce.
3: Sorry, what did I say that uh-huh. a lot? <laughs> but it's
2: true. Well, that was my one criticism of Beyonce's homecoming. Yeah. The, the performance thrilling, just amazing. One of, one of the great moments in popular music history yes. was Beyonce's performance at Coachella. However, the documentary and the little vignettes and the behind the scene things and the making of that. You only got to see what she wanted to say. So it's actually right. like a personal essay. It's not a
3: documentary. That's You know what? And actually, I think that that's a good distinction to make. Because you you should know when you're watching something through the eyes of the person that that is the subject. Yes. Right? Right. Yummy. Yummy.
4: Yummy. January 3rd. Yay. So that's exciting, huh?
3: Yay. I mean, sure. What else you got? Nothing?
4: Okay. Uh, well, those are the two biggest <laughs> ones. I don't, you know, I just, those are two big ones.
2: You don't want to talk about Phil Donahue not wearing a shirt on the beach? No, what, yeah.
4: (laughs) What is what is his body looking like these days?
2: Uh, It's looking like, you (laughs) know, know, his age. A a nice octogenarian hanging out. On the beach with his his lovely wife. That's what
3: it looks like. I do miss his TV show. And I mean, like, the original, like, network daytime Donahue Oh man, what was that? What did that open sound like? It had a sassy, sax. sound. It did. I and think. it was just like a very beige. I mean, the whole Tape. set was just taupey and beigey and like a lot of carpeting, and a lot set, of surfaces. Wide set ties. Yes. Oh, big glasses. Yeah. You know, and he'd just be wandering around the audience talking at people and oh, sticking the microphone in their face. You don't make them like that anymore. No. Not at all. Mm-mm. Is
2: there even a single talk show that has that kind of format anymore. No, because even Maury, I mean, Moco it's all... doesn't even do that no. anymore.
3: It's all... Manila envelopes yeah. and you detector the tests. <laughs> <sighs> Simpler time. Welcome to Christmas Eve on the Cunningham and Bradley Show. When we come back, we do need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right, you win a prize. On my talk one zero seven one. Thank you for that. Ryan, uh, it is time for the 30-second pop culture challenge on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers Off. Holly Roberts and I are here with you till three. Yeah. Ryan's at the controls. And this, my friends, is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Ooh
2: is joining us on the telephone today, Colleen. We've
3: got Faith on the line, and what is Faith playing for? Faith, what is she playing for? A mystery prize. Yay! A mystery prize. Don't be late. Okay, Faith, you know how this works. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I hope so. Okay, here we go. Festivus is a holiday famously featured on what sitcom? Seinfeld. The Hanukkah song is by which entertainer? Adam Sandler. Who voices the snowman in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Earl alive What does George Bailey lasso in the movie? Wait, what does George Bailey lasso in the movie It's a Wonderful Life? Buffalo, Buffalo Gals or the moon? Which is it? I you said it. Uh, what the is moon, the name the of, of Ebenezer Scrooge's dead business partner? Jacob Marley. Yeah, oh Yay! my gosh! Faith! Uh, no, yeah. no, that was not the right <laughs> sound! Oh, okay, okay sure. Yeah,
1: there you go. Well, you we'll won! It. Yay! People Yay, Faith!
2: Faith. Alright, here's the deal, Faith. You won a My Talk 1071 mystery prize. So hold the line. Ryan's gonna get your information,
3: and you will be amazed and surprised at whatever you get for answering all those questions right. Yay! Congratulations, Yay. Faith! <laughs> uh, and uh thank you for playing the 30-second pop culture challenge. Now we will play it again on Thursday when we come back after the holiday break. So if you did not get to play today, you will get a chance to play then. All right, now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Hot celebrity
2: gossip still... Happening, even though the rest of Hollywood is slowing down. So, here's your first celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Ryan. This one's confirmed, by the way. So, that means that crazydaysandnights.net, the place where we source these blind items from, mm. has published the names of the people involved. Here's Perfect. your first one. Okay. The reason this feud. Between the host and the permanent A-list rapper has not gone any further is because the rapper has so much dirt on the permanent A-plus list singing X
3: of the host that things would get nuclear ugly in a hurry. Okay, so I feel like that's got to be, like, Nick Cannon. Is that a ding? That's a ding. He would be the host? Ding. Ryan's on the phone, so we're just going to keep going. And the rapper... The rapper is... This has been
2: making headlines the past couple of weeks, but we I haven't talked, talked about really it that attention. much. No. P. Diddy?
3: No. Uh, is it a big rapper? Yes. Like a Kanye style big? Uh, or like a Jay-Z style big? At his height, yes. Oh, MC Hammer. No. <laughs> think early 2000s. Um, <laughs> you're not too legit to quit.
2: You can do it. Uh, so think about okay. it. Okay, um, uh, He has a nickname okay that he goes by uh and he's had songs about it
3: his about nickname. his nickname yes uh snoop dog no
2: oh i don't know snoop Doggy. slim no. shady oh eminem thank you all right and who's nick cannon's ex uh mariah carey ding 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 ding, 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 ding. yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> ryan's back yeah
2: <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Give yourself a ding there. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. All right. So yeah, fill in the blanks. Okay. So the reason this feud between Nick Cannon and Eminem has not gone further is because Eminem has so much dirt on Mariah Carey that things would get real ugly real fast. I want
3: to know what Eminem has on Mariah Carey. Me too. Right? I think that they were a thing at
2: one point in time. Eminem and Mariah Carey.
3: Okay, it is weird. Sometimes I think about Mariah Carey as we know her now and Mariah Carey a la Visions of Love or Vision of Love. Just one vision. Do you remember Do you remember her then? Well, that was when she first came out and she was
2: supposed to be this ingenue yes. with the angelic eight
3: octave voice. And she is so different than that now. Like yeah. she's turned into a caricature of herself.
2: Well, now she knows her paychecks are being paid by being the queen of Christmas. She knows exactly what she's doing. Exactly. Uh, Interesting. But Eminem had a lot of dirt on Mariah Carey. I think that they may have had a situation. Uh, Eminem has claimed that he once had a relationship with Mariah Carey, dating Uh her for six months. However, Mariah Carey says, no, that's not true. But Eminem has recorded a number of songs. I'm reading from a Wikipedia thing. Oh, I like it. Which he has put Mariah Carey in a negative life. One of these songs is called The Warning and this was released back in 2009 and Nick Cannon and Eminem have been added making diss tracks about each other in the past couple of weeks but essentially what the blind item is saying is that Nick Cannon and Eminem are not really going to be getting into it because they're going to air all the dirty laundry about Mariah Carey and everyone just wants to get a little hush hush about that
3: Ah, very interesting Mm -hmm. Alright, let's uh, head on over to another blind item.
2: Mosey on over to another corner of Celebrity Gossip Mystery Town. This one's also confirmed. Here we go. It was published earlier this month. Okay. I told you several weeks ago that all the buzz for the latest reincarnation of the book-turned movie was all self-generated buzz. Two big award nomination days and one lonely acting nomination out there. And that is only because she makes a point to hit up every event they have during the year. And she's a very good actress. And they think she was born overseas. Oh. So we have to think about a movie that yep. this actor is in. Mm-hmm. And the reason she was nominated for a certain award is because she gets out there and she hustles.
3: So this has got to be Little Women. Ding. ding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, who, and we're talking about... Oh, darn it. I just lost her name. Find it. Find it. Oh, dang it.
2: Ryan, uh, oh. do you know?
4: No, I don't know anything about this. Emma
2: Watson. No. No. Mm-mm. Uh. They think... She was born overseas, but in fact, she was born
3: in the United States. Oh, I know. Ugh. Get to the drawer. I can't. The I drawer. cannot. The drawer has wrapping paper and presents in it. Any guess? Think I of can't. The, think of the actors who were in Little Women. I know. The only other one I can think of is Sersha Ronan. Ding. Oh, is that who it is? Yes. <sighs> and what award
2: was she nominated for?
3: I don't remember. A Golden, golden Globe. Globe. Okay, thank you. Sounds good. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay, fill in all those right.
2: blanks. Here are the blanks filled in for you. So, I told you several weeks ago that all the buzz for Little Women has been self-generated. Uh, two big award nomination days. That would be for the Golden Globes and the SAGs. And one lonely acting nomination out there. And that's only because Sir Ronan makes a point to hit up every event that the mm-hmm. Golden Globes, the Hollywood Foreign Press, have all throughout the year. Also, she's a very good actress and... The Hollywood Foreign Press Association thinks Sharonan was born overseas, when in fact she was born in the Bronx in New York City.
3: Interesting!
2: Interesting! Look at that! Uh, her parents are from Ireland. Mm. Mm. Okay, so
3: that's why she got that accent. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And also, she's an actor. You know, they, I know. they do that sometimes. They can do that. They just mm.
3: pick those things up. Yeah. All right, Ryan, hit it again.
1: Yeah,
2: by the item. Another celebrity blind item. Another solved mystery here. Uh, try this one, Colleen. Try this one, Ryan. I think that we may have done a mm, close to this blind item okay. a couple of weeks ago, but it may be new to you. All right. This A minus slash B plus list actress, who has become a much better actress in the past few years, still hasn't said a peep about being cheated on yet again by her significant other. She's willing to post to social
3: media though if it makes a few bucks. Ooh, so A minus B plus list actress, who's become a much better actress in the past few years.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, she's a bit. It sounds like she's big on social media. Or is she not really big on social media? She's on social media, okay, but she does she does, there. <laughs> she Thank does you.
2: Ding. sponsored content, uh, and she has been cheated on. Okay, um, by her significant other.
4: Okay, recently. Okay, A confirmed cheating.
2: Ye- well, uh, they don't mm. want you to think it was cheating, but we all have eyes,
3: and we can see. We are. Oh, are, oh, this da. This is uh, Jessica Beale. Ding. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, oh, interesting. Jessica mm-hmm. Beale
2: still hasn't said a peep about being cheated on yet again by Justin Timberlake. However, Jessica Beale's is willing to post to social media, though, if it makes her a few bucks. Oof. This was that social media post yeah. that Jessica Beale was doing. I think she has an endorsement deal with a lifestyle mm-hmm. active brand. Yep. Uh, and Justin Timberlake, his people, posted some emojis yeah. on that post. Yeah. I mean, come on. He did not do it's that himself. So ridiculous. He is a, he is not a person that uses emojis. Just no. think about it intuitively and emotionally. <laughs> Holly's hitting her head
3: with a <laughs> pen. I mean, <laughs>
2: it's one of those things where it's you think about somebody. Yeah. And you think about the things that they might say. And when I think
3: about Justin Timberlake, I don't think emojis. I
2: don't think emojis no. at all. Like, he doesn't Mm-mm. have time. They're
3: too cutesy. They're right. too, they he too would say some clever him. words.
2: Well, and then he would think he's the best person yeah. in the room and, haha, yeah. love me. Mama. Yeah. Rude.
3: Rude. Oh, man. That's a bummer. Yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. We've long, well, no, actually, we did not honor this as a publicationship. Until very recently, no, we did not. But we did. I mean, but I think we sort of we knew that this probably had some publicationship qualities before we, on the Colleen and Bradley show, understood what a publationship is. What is a publationship? A publationship is a relationship in service of celebrity. Now, in lest you think that this is that we are making something up and that this can't possibly actually be a thing. It is most certainly a thing, and it has been since the dawn of Hollywood. Yeah. People have been in relationships just for the public so that they can gain notoriety. It's just that you have to be more wily about it now. Because of tabloids and social media.
2: Well, we don't have the Hollywood studio system anymore. Exactly. Back in the day, people like Joan Crawford and Clark Gable would be expertly handled by the in-house publicity team over right. at MGM. We don't have that anymore. Right. It's a brave new world out there. But better believe that there are just as many people as there were 70 years ago handling the images of stars. And I mean, I just give you the one exhibit. People magazine the cover of Justin Timberlake and Jessica Beale when they got married. Uh huh. Jessica Beale's just sitting there crouching down in her wedding dress mm-hmm. and Justin Timber's like, like nah! yeah
3: because it's all about, him. Cause all about him it's always all about him yeah. mm-hmm. when we come back it's not going to be about him. Mm-mm, no we are celebrating another celebrity. We are finally celebrating Jennifer Aniston and we are dancing on the grave of poor Jennifer Aniston. Man she's living her best life. Because she is not poor Jennifer Aniston anymore. Nope. Pew pew, 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 pew. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. I've got great news. There's been a death. And it's the poor Jennifer Aniston meme. It's gone. Bye. Bye. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. Uh, Holly and I are here with you. Ryan's at the controls. The three of us are taking you to three o'clock on this lovely Christmas Eve. Um, and we are excited because finally, I think it's actually happening. We are no longer concerning ourselves with poor, poor Jennifer Aniston.
2: You know, Jennifer Aniston, the celebrity who just was so unlucky in love. First, she was dumped by Brad Pitt. Oh. Then she tried to be with Justin Theroux. And oh, then they broke did. up. Um, and poor Jennifer poor Aniston. Poor Jennifer Aniston. And you know, the
3: part of the that nobody really says explicitly, but it's talked about in a sideways manner, is this idea that poor Jennifer Aniston always wanted to be a mom... And nobody could ever make her a mom oh. because her relationships weren't going well. And, you know, uh, Brad Pitt didn't want kids and poor Jennifer Aniston. Now, you know what I actually believe? What? I actually believe she is fine. And she has always been fine. And she has always been fine. Yeah. And that has never been what she wanted what everybody else wanted for her was not necessarily what Jennifer Aniston wanted. Thank you. Exactly. And, and now we finally get to celebrate Jennifer Aniston. Yes. And the
2: reason we're celebrating Jennifer Aniston is because I've noticed this trend with Jennifer Aniston in the past couple of months that Jennifer Aniston, the stories about her are basically just her living her best life. Thank and God, she, and she is a role model for me. Absolutely. Right. So the story that started this all off in my mind was from the Daily Mail and they went over to her Instagram account. Jennifer Aniston, the headline says, rings in the holidays with Laura Dern and Rita Wilson at an intimate Christmas party. A lot of love in that room. And I'm looking at this picture of Jennifer Aniston and all of her cool celebrity Mm -hmm. friends. And it's like, girl, you are doing it. Yeah. You have cool friends. You get to have a party at your amazing house. Right. And you guys look like you're having a fantastic time. You have no blanks to give. Jennifer Aniston, you are totally doing it right.
3: Well, and just a couple weeks ago, was it her birthday that uh, that her exes attended? Yes. And I noticed because, you know, in years gone by, Aww. if Brad Pitt had shown up at a party at Jennifer Aniston's house... Everybody would have been apoplectic at the idea that the two of them might be possibly dating again.
2: Well, and Brad Pitt... Jennifer Aniston's ex has actually shown up at a couple of parties for Jennifer Aniston. One of them, I think, was her birthday party. And then he showed up at another party at a a Hollywood hotel because she always likes to hang out at this hotel on the Sunset Strip called the Sunset Tower. Mm -hmm. Again, an example of Jennifer Aniston living her best life is that she has her hotel that she goes to to meet up with her fabulous Mm -hmm. friends for fabulous drinks and fabulous conversations. I love it. Love it so much. And then there was a story about Jennifer Aniston earlier this year, just last month. Jennifer Aniston is so cool that she served enchiladas at her Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Now, it was at the request of her friend Jimmy Kimmel, and she did kind of bust his chops about it. But Jennifer Aniston just living a life in a way that she wants to. And that speaks, the enchiladas at Thanksgiving, speaks to the fact that she's just doing the things that she wants to do and living the life The way that she wants to and that the narrative has shifted from Mm -hmm. that poor Jennifer Aniston. Oh, nobody wants to marry her. Oh, when is she going to have kids? Oh, this and all that to actually this place of like, dang,
3: she's really cool. Yeah. You know, I think what might have helped her, and this is in recent development, and you've referenced it a couple times in this conversation, but I think, honestly, her showing up on Instagram yeah. seriously helped her because suddenly you get the idea that she's controlling the narrative in a way that before she wasn't. She was kind of private. She talked to her friends. She talked to Ellen. She talked to Oprah. She didn't do you know, she didn't make the rounds like a lot of other thirsty celebrities do.
2: Or she would be on old school traditional magazine right. covers, which is all
3: etc. Right. Which is a completely different way of navigating celebrity than Instagram is. But now that she's on Instagram, you do feel like you're getting a little bit more of an intimate look into her life. And you see that she's not just sitting around with a box of Kleenex. You know, mourning her broken relationships and the fact that she never got to have a baby, which, again, I have never believed that that was what Jennifer Aniston wanted out of life.
2: No, I believed that that narrative was what Jennifer Aniston's people decided would be a good angle for her to navigate through her career, whether or not that actually reflected the truth. Is is really neither here nor there because you're not you weren't ever buying it. I was never buying Uh -uh. it. It was like no, you're. It always just felt like Jennifer Aniston was pressured to be the certain way. When in fact she probably always was like, I'm having enchiladas on Thanksgiving. I'm going to Cabo with all of my friends. I'm gonna be in a fabulous villa. I'm gonna make millions of dollars because yes, I am that talented. I think her talent is very underrated.
3: I do too, and I think a lot of that also had to do with the kinds of movies they were trying to attract. And now she is of an age. And I hate to say it, but there is a shift that occurs in women. We saw it with Julia Roberts. We've seen it with Fu, other female actresses where they're no longer going to be the romantic, you know, lead, the hot gal. You know, they they're, they make a shift and like it or don't. But she has made that shift and she's doing it on the morning show and she plays a bad Booty woman,
2: (laughs) and you're watching that show right now. I just
3: watched the finale, the season finale, and I'm that show is so good. It's so good for a number of different reasons. You, it really is ripped from the headlines. It really does follow loosely the story of Matt Lauer, but what you start to see in the watching of this show is how people use those stories maybe to their advantage or try to tell, try to control the narrative who really did know what, how people were manipulated. Um, You start to see the multiple layers of, of, of of the morning show of how a network works like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Um, And again, it's a dramatization, but the characters have a ton of depth it just is so good, and she's acting her face off. She's a good She's a great actor. actress. There's a reason why we are
2: still talking yeah. about Jennifer Aniston 25 years after Friends yeah. made its debut on TV. She's fabulous. And to the point of celebrity, she's doing the morning show, which now that you say that about this show, yeah. it makes me want to get my free trial of yeah. Apple TV, I would do then it when you got just, like a
3: nice good weekend to nice sit in your fat pants
2: and just <laughs> binge. And then speaking of Jennifer Aniston living her best life via the morning show is that she is earning At least, reportedly, $40 million for being one of the stars of the show because it has already been renewed for a second season because that was the deal. It got a two-season run when it was picked up by Apple TV. Now, going back to Jennifer Aniston and the idea of her living her best life and that you said that her being on Instagram is a window into her life in the way that we haven't seen before. Yeah. Now I know that she joined basically to, to promote, promote the, the morning, morning show, show and that she's doing this in a very calculated way. I don't care. Yeah. It's still I working. Just, I don't care. It's working. I just, well, I just <laughs> feel working. like she's been
3: freed from the shackles of that dumb, poor Jennifer Aniston meme that, yeah. uh, that they'd been, you know, carting around like a, anvil for years and i mean it's just ridiculous it's
2: ridiculous and if the new jennifer aniston that we're getting a glimpse of is a strong bleep woman who likes to make enchiladas and thanksgiving and hang out with her really cool friends i'm totally here for it Long yes.
3: live bad bleep and jennifer yes aniston. <laughs> all right now speaking of jennifer aniston we had a little moment yesterday on the show on the colleen and bradley show uh how many claps are in the friends theme song We are going to litigate that right here on the Colleen and Bradley show after this on My Talk 1071.
0: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home